What's up, people? It's Crystal with just a tip. Just some morning thoughts for you. Listen up. Hey, it's Crystal with just the tip. So today we're going to be talking about reliving trauma. And it's something that I guess sometimes we don't talk about because a lot of times we like to just consider it done and sweep it under the rug and be finished with it once we go through the initial stages of the actual trauma itself. Now to kind of give some background um, context, um, I would say probably a year and a half, two years ago maybe, it's been a been a long journey, um, but I had a neighbor that, um, I guess it wasn't even that long ago. It seems like a long time, but it isn't. But he developed, or he started using, um, I believe it was meth, and I could see the constant progression. It was to the point where he was obsessively watching my kids and myself, where I was scared to even leave my house. I wouldn't go out after dark if I had to take my dog out. Like it was a quick, let me go to the front where I know I can, where there's street lights and stuff. Um, but because the side of my house isn't particularly well lit, I did not trust going out there because he was very unstable at that point. And just the day-to-day um my kids would be playing and being a normal kid because it was summertime and they would be playing in the backyard or playing in the front yard and I just was on high alert all of the time um obsessively watching my children making sure that they're okay without being that overbearing parent um Obviously, my kids didn't understand the full extent of it, but I knew that as he progressed into his addiction, it was progressively getting worse to the point where, um, you know, the cops were always here. There was always um, some incident. It was multiple times a week. There was issues um, with harassment and that kind of stuff. So fast forward this past summer, it was fantastic. He was actually in jail and we had such a beautiful summer. Our kid, the kids around the neighborhood were just able to be kids and they got to come and play. And it wasn't that, um, I have to hover over my children. I knew that, you know, I can keep an ear out, but I also knew that they were cool and, in spite of all of this, what had happened was we had created, um, this beautiful little neighborhood watch. And even now, um, as crazy as the incident was, um, it ended up bringing a whole lot of people together. And I met one of my good friends there and, uh, like through, throughout everything, I met one of my really good friends and, you know, sometimes there's like, there's this big amount of chaos, but then what comes out of it is, um, more unity and 
togetherness, which is beautiful. And we got to experience that. And we still, you know, all of the neighbors are still fantastic. Um, but yeah. So flash forward to present day. And he is out of prison. Not prison, sorry. He's out of jail and living back. And it seems that it was okay. He, had, you know, laid low for a while. But it seems like, okay, the last few weeks you could just see there's shift in his behavior and mannerisms and all sorts. And it might seem like, why are you watching this guy? But why wouldn't you? You have, I have children and knowing that he is out and, you know, understanding addiction in itself and knowing that it isn't just it isn't just done and as much as you want to give them the benefit of the doubt and you understand that things can change things can shift but you're also fully aware to be aware and so that's what I have been and the other day there was an incident with the children and he was saying stuff again, kind of bringing back, you know, it was a flashback to the time where he would just natter off and say stuff about me and say stuff about my children to my children. And even if I wasn't there, um, he would say stuff. And so it was just the instant that I, um, witnessed what I did, it was just like mama bear shot up and it was just like, nope not anymore. And for a couple days, I was legitimately super pissed, super pissed. Like, how could I go on again and relive this traumatic experience with this person? Like, I am not a victim. Um, and I don't want to put myself back in that place. But how do you deal with somebody that is, again, he is entitled to live his life however don't bring my kids into this and so it really brought back a lot of the trauma that I had experienced and when I initially had gone through that like when he finally was put away um, he was he wasn't even gone for a year he was gone for what maybe six months but in that time, it was finally able to like stop living in this fight or flight mode where I was living in a constant state of fear, which is super unhealthy. I started working out. I started, um, you know, it just like those little things, like when he was finally put away, like I went for a, a walk around the neighborhood and I stopped doing that. Like things that you take for granted like just going for a simple walk around the block was something that I refused to do because it wasn't safe and all those thoughts come back in your mind when you go through something like that again and especially when you're triggered by the same person that um, initially 
caused the trauma. And so it has been a challenge on, um, it's, it's just been a challenge to be able to keep going and to not bring myself back to that place where it was just like, feel like I'm falling apart because God, nobody wants to have to go through that experience again. It wasn't pleasant. I have grown from it, but no, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to relive that. And so, like I said, the first couple of days I was super mad. I was super angry. Like, how could he do this again? Like what the, what the bleep? And as I'm starting to sit with it, as I'm starting to really understand, like right now at this point, we are in eclipse season and it's kind of bringing back things and situations that we have dealt with. And one of the things that I really seem to understand better from this at this point perspective or at this point is that I have been or I have done a whole lot of work on myself and I know that no matter what is being brought to me I have elevated I have changed I am not the same person that it first happened to I it lit this fire within me to never deal with that shit again. And I am strong and I am resilient, but I'm also not putting up with the bullshit. Like I will not allow myself to be brought back into that place and stay in that place. It was a good reminder of, you know, don't get too comfortable or complacent, but also a reminder that that situation didn't break me. That situation made me strengthen my own self up. So just, you know, working on, you know, continuing to work on my mental health, continuing to make sure that I am working on my physical health, knowing that I am not going to be brought down to that level because I don't need to be there. I don't need to relive that story. I don't, re- I don't need to. And as long as I am aware, I can see that I have changed and I have shifted and I have grown from when this initially happened. And I've, it makes me proud to say that I have done what I have and I have overcome what I have because it's not even half of the wild things that have happened in my life. And I know that leading my life the way that I have and taking care of myself and taking care of my mental health was very important. And a lot of people maybe didn't understand the journey and didn't understand what was going on. But, oh man, 
I am so much better for everything that I've gone through. But, you know, you also don't want to have to repeat trauma and you shouldn't have to. So anyways, I was talking about eclipses and how that we're in eclipse season. And so things are kind of coming back around. Situations that we thought that we dealt with are now coming back up to see where you're at in your evolution. Where have you strengthened yourself? Where have you become more resilient and steadfast? Um, and is there something that you maybe need, to, or is there something that I need to even look at to be able to now carry myself forward? So it's just been an interesting and a wild time for myself because I just, I just feel so different that no matter who wants to come in here and shake my foundation, it is not going to be shaken because my foundation is firm and I made sure to work on that when the dust had settled and he was away and whatever, like I made sure to really make sure that I'm preparing myself and nurturing my own self and my, and my mind because it was such a mind fuck. I don't know if anybody else has been <clears throat> stalked or, you know, harassed, but like it's eerie and it's, messed up and anybody that has gone through an experience like that can attest where eventually you're just like enough I am not gonna be a victim anymore that mofo put me through shit but he's not gonna put me through shit again I don't know who think he's who think who he thinks he's messing with but it ain't me not today not today and definitely not with my children I don't know if, if, if anything, if this year has taught me anything, it is that I'm here to fight harder for my children and I will do what it takes to make sure that they're cool and no life isn't a basket of roses and we still battle a lot of things, but I've also overcome so much and I have to remember that because you can look surface level and say, well, it doesn't look idealistic. It doesn't look picture perfect. It isn't, you know, this beautiful, cushy life. No. But what I see is somebody that has overcome a shit ton and still smiles and still loves and still wants the best for the world and sees the light but I'm also very aware that there is this dark energy that is around and as long as you have your foundation as long as you're standing firm in who you are and you have done what you can to prepare yourself mentally for everyday life it doesn't even have to be the, any situation like this but just the world around us is so chaotic that it is so crucial to be able to step back and take care of you and take care of your mental health because we don't want to talk about it, but our mental health is so important and it gets 
brushed aside. And as somebody that deals with anxiety already, um, it just heightened everything. And it just, I needed to figure out what it took for me to be able to push through. And it's with my, so I'll listen to like binaural beats. I'll listen to like meditative, meditative music. I will, you know, go for a walk exercise to be able to move my body and move that energy. It's laughing. It's dancing. It's doing what you need to do. It's listening to your own intuitive self and your intuitive mind and harnessing that and like when you have a lot of different tools in your tool belt you kind of go through phases where you know you meditate a lot or you listen to a lot of different up um beat music or different like um because there's like healing music at different um hertz like 432 hertz and and all that kind of stuff it all it depends on um what hurts it's at where it can it does have healing properties so just youtube and search it up and you can look for healing music and um that kind of thing it is it's amazing and sometimes you need to be able to reset yourself and be able to just re regroup and ground and so i find that like sometimes going back to foundationally like when I first awoken when I was first um starting my healing and uh, spiritual journey I would do a lot of meditation and I would listen to a lot of music and binaural beats and that kind of thing and you know as you progress and as you learn different tools you kind of just like tuck your tuck those tools away in your tool belt and it does come back around and it does and you do realize like hey I can cope in a better way because I have those tools uh, that I have collected along the way and it's so beautiful and it sounds silly when you say I thank you but sometimes you have to say thank you to that experience and thank you to that person for showing me my own strength, for showing me where I needed to firm up boundaries or firm up my myself um, in order to now move forward completely. And I just... I have more of a sense of ease and it's just, you have to remind yourself that you got this. Maybe he did shake me for a little bit, but I can always come back to me. And I know that, man, <laughs> he's not dealing with the same person. So why am I going to give him the same attention and the same energy when I'm not even there. So if you have dealt with something like that, reach out. If you need support or guidance, please reach out. Anybody, you can reach out to me. You can um, 
contact um, a friend, <laughs> phone a friend, or whatever. You got to do what you need to do to be able to strengthen your own resolve and to strengthen your own self because nobody's going to be able to do it for you. It was a very trying time where it was very lonely as well. When I was going through a lot of the trauma, I was also dealing with other things on top of that where I felt very lonely. I felt very vulnerable. I felt like I didn't have anybody backing me. And like, even when I did ask for, you know, support, it wasn't given to me in the way that I needed it. And so I needed to step up for myself. And that's also a good reminder that when you go through shit, sometimes people are not going to be there for you. And you need to pull your own bootstraps up and deal with it in the best way that you can. And it takes a lot of strength and courage. And when you, if you come out the other side and you're not a bitter person, well, <laughs> I'm so like, it, it just amazes me. But that also shows how amazing you are. If you don't, <clears throat> excuse me, if you don't need to put the person or a next person in a, in a place where they feel the wrath of what had happened, like, it's amazing because it's not easy. It's very easy to allow it to consume you and allow you to remain bitter and angry. But when you realize that you are just holding on to those emotions, it's really just affecting you. It's harbor You're harboring that resentment. You're harboring all that stuff, which eventually you need to deal with. And it eats away at you, not the other person. So everything that you do should be so that you can improve yourself. Not to stick it to anybody else, but to show yourself how amazing and how strong you are and that you don't need to be cold and hard and rigid and you can have your heart open and you can still love and you can still be kind and you can still trust that there is good and you don't have to blanket the world in what somebody has done. You don't need to see the world through the lens of pain all the time and anger all the time. That there is goodness out there. There are great people. There are good things that come out of something. Because a lot of times we need that shakeup. We need something to trigger us to rise up and to be a better version of ourselves so where you can say thank you to that experience not allowing that that experience back in but saying thank you for teaching me more about myself and for that that's a gift in itself but I'm ready for a new experience I'm ready for something else I'm ready to not live in trauma 
because I don't need to. So, like I said, allow yourself to be seen. Allow yourself to be heard. Reach out. Express yourself. Do what you need to do so that you can grow past. Still knowing that it is part of your experience. It is part of who you are. But it isn't who you are. So... I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.